Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk cannabis, charcoal, and pumping iron. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Hey, what's up, guys? We are back. Had a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back. Again, my name is Shaka Smith, your host, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. What's up? My name is TK Trinidad. That's it. And that's it. That's it. Next <laughs> no tagline here. No, the Soka no Queen. Guns. The Soka Queen. I, <laughs> I saw you on Sunday in Hollywood Massive. How was that? Wow. Carnival was lit. Um, <laughs> God, for you guys who are joining who have no idea what Carnival is, there's a brief history. There's like 78 carnivals worldwide. Trinidad, Brazil, Toronto, Miami, London, Germany, St. Lucia. Carnivals all over the world. There was one in Hollywood Boulevard um, on Saturday. Um, a lot of celebrities were there. Got lit, got tipsy, wore a costume. Yeah, we always you see, see the, all that. We well, always see that um, that Rihanna is always in doing in carnival. Barbados, yeah, we yeah. always see her uh, elaborate. So I'm trying costumes. to go to Barbados uh, this year, so we'll see. So were you wearing some elaborate costumes? Did you not see the Instagram? <laughs> well, I'm for the, for the people out there listening, go on I, my I, I saw the elaborate. Go on my Instagram. Yeah. It was crazy. So I feel like two piece I, yeah, all over the place. You're not allowed to like even use the word thirst trap in regards to me anymore. Now that you kind of like no. set the, the no, you set yeah. the bar now. First off, um, I wasn't in my bathroom playing the slow music, panning down on my stomach. I was on Hollywood Boulevard with a bunch of other people wearing a two-piece, dancing and getting lost in the music. Still trying There's to determine which is better. Still trying to determine. There's no better or worse. I just know that I was a thirst trapping like you thirst trap. Where uh, could they find you thirst trapping? Uh, you know, Shaka Strong always. But, uh, <laughs> but that's, you know, in my free time. And there's very little of that these days. Okay. we got some great stories. All right, all right. <laughs> um, first up, cannabis. Um, I know in California we're uh, we've been inundated with like the latest and greatest mm-hmm. on um, cannabis and the medical uses. But they did find they, the FDA, interestingly enough, finally approved the first uh, cannabis-based drug. Mm-hmm. It uses CBD, which is cannabidiol. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but cannabidiol, mm-hmm. um, and that is one of the 80 um, active compounds in cannabis, but not one that gives you the high. It's not associated with the high. Right. Um, it's been approved for. Um, Epilepsy, like um, two types of early onset childhood epilepsy, um, which is great because these kids are suffering. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, but about one third of epileptics don't respond to therapy. So this is a great way to kind of maybe fill that. It feels like there's a lot of stuff for that cannabis like takes care of. Like so, you know, um, what's it called? Petty Patty. She, <laughs> I think I know, know I'm talking. She's the one who uh, called the cops on the eight year old girl. I think it was Permit Patty. Permit but I, like, Patty. I like Petty Patty. Better. Petty Patty. <laughs> Permit Patty. She's the one who called the cops on the eight year old girl. However, she owns a company. The company was a cannabis dog company. Yeah. So there was cannabis for dogs. I was reading an article uh, last week where there's cannabis for um, kids who like ADD. So it seems like cannabis can do a lot of things and there are highs and lows that like this is what I'm discovering from folks. Um, But I wonder how this is going to affect the insurance company. One... And then doctors who prescribe pills. Well, well, interesting to know. Well, it's gonna, it, it's still gonna go through that same process because it's not. I forget which company is coming out with uh, Epidial, Epi. Epidiolex is the name of the actual drug, mm-hmm. Epidiolex. Not sure which company's coming out with it, but they did not reveal the prices yet, and they said they're going to be working with insurance. Wow. And, it, and I'm hoping it's not going to be something exorbitant, and we have like a, another uh, another case of the guy that kind of jacked up the price in the HIV drug. Which is um, going to happen. It won't so, be uh, crazy, but it's going to be, you know, gone are the days where you can buy, you know, $10 bag 
a dime from your <laughs> weed dealer on the corner. Now you're paying 50 bucks for some pills. Well, but I, I think people will probably go back to the corner of that. But if they're finding, you know, um, if they're finding some actual use from it, but they don't want to pay these high prices. So I do think the prices will have to kind of reflect what what the market is because I think a lot of people can get stuff recreationally right. and there's a lot of CBD over the counter products as well yeah it seems like it's going to be uh, for something that makes sense and can help a lot of people or some people yeah. some people take to it some people don't whatever your beliefs are um, it, this could be definitely pimped in the wrong way where now yeah. you know you're only allowed a certain amount but you can you know you're going to grow more because you can make money yeah. on you know under the table but then that's going to get you in trouble so it seems yeah. like this is going to be a whole new world of yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the recreational market kind of like is a check on the insurers here because you know the recreational market's been doing a lot of studies right. on their own. So hopefully that'll that'll hopefully be what happens. Probably happened. not because yeah. this is America. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it is kind of interesting in this administration because there've been there's been sort of like a, I guess with Jeff Sessions a public war on marijuana, but mm-hmm. at the same time they kind of balanced it with um, with this FDA approval. And beyond that. They can also study this drug for other uses, um, for other medical uses. Mm-hmm. So that's a great part about it. It might help something else in a vastly different way. We know Viagra started off, I think, as a heart condition drug, and then of course it became what it became. So maybe there's. Well, some... I mean, I'm definitely pro for this because it's 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 well. Hopefully, it'll be mostly plant based. Like yeah. after they kind of create the pills or whatever. Yeah. But I'm definitely here for that versus something that's you know man made and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah. you I know, and I think it opened up a little bit more study to CBD and the benefits of mm-hmm. marijuana. It's one of 80 active compounds. So there's 79 other compounds. We don't even study because we don't really have the ability to because it's not legal on the federal level. Right. So, um, But, yeah, let's uh, excited about that. Uh, next story, activated charcoal, which is kind of hand-in-hand hand with this one because I think we are told all these things about detoxing mm-hmm. and different drugs and what they do, and then we kind of just run and flock to them. Uh, but activated charcoal is not as good as they say it is. Have you used uh, charcoal? Um Charcoal lemonade. Like, I mean, I, I no, bought charcoal lemonade. No, I saw the toothpaste stuff. That just kind of looks good. I've been doing that on my tooth <laughs> for of my course teeth. You have. Um, I saw toothpaste stuff, but then somebody was telling me with the tooth, there's this. It's like for everything that is supposedly good for you, it could be bad for you. So I had somebody tell me because I've been buying the Tom's toothpaste because you know I'm just trying to you know I, I eat a, I eat healthy you know and you want everything else yeah, I buy like less natural, products all this other stuff. Yeah. And he was telling me that the fluoride in the toothpaste like affects your perineum and oh, yeah, then yeah. it destroys other whoa, things. Whoa, whoa, your pineal gland, your That's perineum it. is another part of the body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it affects all that stuff, and I'm just like you just can't you can't like you yeah. can't do you can't do good. Like yeah. it just doesn't. So I mean, I wasn't breaking char- charcoal on your teeth. I mean, was, I mean, your teeth do look white oh, and good. glistening. So I guess that <laughs> helps. Um, but why not just go to a dentist? But whatever. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like I'm just not. It's yeah. like when they said butter was they, when they said butter was bad. And everybody said to go to margarine. Then they said margarine is bad. And then everyone went to butter. So it's just like everything is just. Yeah, I've gotten that fluoride argument. I've been sort of just like, well, it's too many things to pay attention to. I just need to like right. manage my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got some free charcoal powder, so I said, yeah, go ahead and use it. Mm-hmm. I found it has been very whitening, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't know that the claims of detoxification do not ring as true. Mm-hmm. So apparently, the history of charcoal is that they use it when they're trying to detox you of poisons, if you overdose or mm-hmm. something like that, because it will bind to medication and alcohol and different drugs and keep it from being absorbed and right. that's why um, that's why you expel that, those things but that people extrapolated that to mean it now has some detoxifying effect right. for the body and there are four reasons it, it actually does it and four reasons not to use activated charcoal 
Um, the first is that it does bind to vitamins, antioxidants, and food. Mm-hmm. So if you're e- if you're taking that specialty shot from like you know one of those like juice bars right. with activated charcoal, the other nutrients that are in there to like, induce you to buy it, it's not going to be absorbed. That's uh, the same with supplements too, like the multivitamins. Oh yeah, sometimes you so overdose and then you know the pee it comes out super yellow, yeah. <laughs> so you can absorb it all. Um, it also binds to medications, specifically antidepressants and anti-inflammatories, which, of course, if you're taking antidepressants, yeah. you want to get the full benefit yeah, of those. Yeah, we don't want a Kanye situation. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, number three was it, uh, it binds with the, uh, what was it? Oh, it actually slows down your bowel um, your bowel movements and causes nausea, so that's not great either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And oh yeah, it actually binds with the food that you have in your in your stomach at the time. So you can, you know, I was taking activated charcoal as hangover remedies at time at times as well. Because I mean, that's that product Why came out. Why are you drinking so much? You know, I wasn't. They, I mean, I was drinking a little bit, but I, I wasn't drinking a lot. Just that someone gave me these pills and said, "Hey, these are great, great detox mm-hmm. activated charcoal." I've been hearing the name everywhere, so I took them. But apparently, it only works if you do it at the time you're drinking because it's got to be in your system. I feel like uh, I've been uh, talking to several people who actually meditate on a regular basis and I feel like those people who meditate all the additional stuff like the charcoal and all this other stuff and the people who meditate tend to be vegan which we we both are well more you than me (laughs) Um, but I feel like you don't need all that other additional stuff meaning that if you if the charcoal for the toothpaste was in your it was in your daily routine then great but if you took toothpaste that you bought at the Ralphs for three ninety nine it wouldn't necessarily affect your body because when you meditate you're so you're in one with your body that that stuff is gonna expel yeah. I feel like anything that affects your body is the stress in com- in combination with the bad stuff that makes disease and all this other stuff happen because I don't know. Too many people who are like that, who are that zen, that fall ill. Are you meditating now? I'm starting to meditate. Yeah, we got to bring in someone who like who does like uh, meditation. I think they have the transcendental transcendental meditation, which Mm -hmm. has been very popular for a while as well. Yeah, it just I mean, it just seems like it's life. I mean, LA is a little bit different than everybody everywhere else, but it just seems like life gets stressful. You add kids, you add family, all this other stuff, and if you take some time to actually meditate, yeah. then that might provide a little bit more clarity. And I also heard that it also helps for your memory. So I heard, you know, people who are pregnant, they have the baby brain. When they have after the kids, the kids are just you know running their lives. So if you take a little bit of that time, then the sickness which is most most likely caused from stress, yeah. is either going to slow down or you're going to realize it before yeah. it's too late. And so. we do know that stress has definite uh, f- proven physiological um, effects on the body mm-hmm. from cortisol and different uh, hormones that are released when you're stressed. So, yeah. of course, if you are taking some time to reduce your overall stress daily, it should have actually a great physical benefit as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's activated charcoal. Uh, that it's just so interesting to me because we have all these trends to come out, and that was one of the trends I bought into. I wasn't taking it now, but I would certainly would have taken it again in the future. But you know? don't you like when you see that trend? Don't you feel like do you, don't you question it though? A little bit. Um, this one's been out for a while though. Yeah, activated charcoal has been like maybe I think for about eight. To every 10 time years I see now. those Instagram posts and I see the girl, it's just like no, I'm not. <laughs> that's not. You're not gonna get me on that. Well, yeah, one, I mean, I, I always check myself because I remember like at some point like go, drinking gold and lead and stuff. These were the, the things. The gold mask. Yeah, you know. The 24 karat mask. That's but, another thing. But back in the day, you were supposed to drink gold and that would help you and you know all these harmful things. So. Might even give you some arsenic, and you know that might help you with your tremors. But yeah, so I, I do question the new fads because I think we as humans have a tendency to kind of like run into fads, sell it, you know, you know, the song and dance guy, yeah. and we just kind of make it a thing. 
But that one was one I was surprised to find out was not um, not even really close to being true. I think they do use char- charcoal in Lush. They have like a black scrub soap. Yeah. And I think they use it for that. But again, I take that all with a grain of salt. Like I tend to err towards things that are a little bit more natural. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not... I mean, if you drink enough water, then your skin will be right. great too. So you don't have to buy $500 worth of product. Yeah, and I think it just came from the extra... Like when there's a nugget of truth, I think that's what really reels you in. Mm-hmm. So we, we knew that, you know, it does actually... is used by the medical community when people overdose. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense. Oh, it's clearly a detoxifying agent. <laughs> but now from somebody know. who's like a non-doctor, I bet, yeah, who started they, the trend. Exactly. But, you know, it is what it is. Hey, they made their money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the next, the next uh, topic is milk. Um, as a transitioning vegan, I, I, I think haven't that, drank milk in years. Yeah, and, and that was one of the things I haven't drank. Um, I ha- didn't even really drink before I was vegan that much. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly zero um, afterwards. And I would have it in my shakes and my my casein and making sure mm-hmm. I had the slow acting proteins. So for me, it was a big deal as to what kind of milk I would kind of go to when, when I was having my protein shakes. Mm-hmm. Did you like wrestle with that? Did you, uh, no. Did you use as a kid, we had we we have milk in bags for some of you guys who don't milk in bags. Yeah, in Canada, oh. they have bag <laughs> milks. It's bags and you have little things. So that's the thing. Um, so we start with two percent, then. Um, I went to 1%, then I went to skim milk, and then um, I think it was on fat-free for a long time, and I knew it was like watered-down milk, and then I went to almond milk, and that's pretty much what I do on and off, but I haven't done milk in in years. Like yeah. it's just, I think, I can't remember what, what I saw, but I remember there was something like, okay, well, like the cows don't even drink <laughs> like they're after after they've become grown, they don't drink milk. So yeah. it's like, why are we drinking milk from cows who their yeah. kids don't drink their milk? It doesn't. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it doesn't make logical yeah. sense. That's for sure. Um, and uh, me personally, I do cashew milk. Um, that wasn't part of this. I think it's one of the newer milks. Yeah, out there. it seems like I'm sensing a trend with you. <laughs> yeah, well, I like to be at the cutting edge on uh-huh. the cutting edge, uh, whether or not it's right or not at the time. But um, we'll see you with that third arm in twenty years, <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's functional. <laughs> So the big difference here is like comparing the milk. So cow's milk, we know, is high in protein and typically it's fortified with different uh, vitamins, vitamin mm-hmm. D, um, B12. And I think K or something yeah, like that. Yeah, calcium, potassium. So when you're looking for these, if you want a similar profile, soy is going to be your closest. Mm-hmm. Um, for about 8 ounces of cow's milk, you get about 8 grams of protein. For 8 ounces of soy milk, you get about 7 to 12 grams of protein. So you're st- still in that that protein, that good protein ratio. Mm-hmm. And it's got about 8,200 calories, which is about the same amount as reduced fat milk. And usually, if you get it, you can find it fortified with calcium, vitamin D, and B12. Mm-hmm. But those are the things you want to look for. As vegans, we don't typically get a lot of B12 in our diets. No. So you do want to look for things that are fortified with vitamin B12. And the same thing, I guess, really for um, hemp, almond, and rice protein. They're going to offer some different profiles, but rice is going to be high in carbohydrates, mm-hmm. something you might want to have right before or after a or workout. quinoa, too, is, is pretty good. Yeah, quinoa's a... I don't know. Have you had quinoa milk? Is there quinoa milk? I mean, quinoa milk, but if you're looking for the protein good. bump, yeah. then quinoa's pretty good. And it's got a nice little carbohydrate profile, mm-hmm. too. And then the almond milk is going to be... It's going to have a lot of heart-healthy fats, which are great. No protein, so you're going to have to supplement with protein there. Um maybe using quinoa. Mm-hmm. And then hemp has got some great omega-3 fats, but again, no protein. So you can actually utilize them, I guess, based on your level of activity and what mm-hmm. you want and what you're going to do, but you do want to make sure you know what's in your different milks and how they can be efficacious. Yeah, for I think the whole thing with the protein, it's slowly 
changing, I think, as far as, you know, the high protein diets and stuff like that. But I think with the protein, it's just the same thing with Gatorade. Like, you don't really need Gatorade if you're going to be in the gym for less than an hour. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And I think the amount of protein that a lot of um, health folks were telling us at one period of time, we don't need all that protein, especially if you work at 9 to 5 and you work out maybe one to two days a week. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, what I realized, a lot of that stuff trickles down from the bodybuilding world. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, I guess, the activated charcoal, where it came out of the medical community, but it got turned into something different right. because it had a different application. I, I think that happens a lot, where, yes, you need to be getting your protein at, quickly after this workout, but it's quickly after like a bodybuilder's workout who's right. like destroyed his muscles and lifted right. as heavy as he possibly could lift. Um, so I think a lot of that gets distilled yeah. down to us. You and we're on like, a treadmill for 20 minutes watching an episode of Seinfeld. You need, don't need to run and grab your protein shake to not, make sure you're not, not burning necessary. through Eat your Eat healthy, muscle. but yeah. don't, don't yeah. you know, grab a big piece of chicken, chicken <laughs> yeah. breast or something. So. And so, yeah, I think the important part of this, um, this story is really just pay attention to w- what the substitutions mean for you. And as you transition, if you're transitioning to be vegan, mm-hmm. um, you might want to look for different protein sources or make sure that it is um, fortified with vitamin B12 or, or, and, and calcium. But what they did say uh, in this particular study was that you shouldn't switch to a vegan milk until after two years old. So the child should either be on cow's milk, breastfed, or formula until two. Yeah. And so I was just thinking, well, I definitely don't want my kid on cow's milk, so I guess he'll have to breastfeed. For, and I don't want him on formula. I want <laughs> my kid to have to breastfeed till two so years Whoever old. this woman is, <laughs> she just has to know she's going to be breastfeeding two years. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of women who do, they pump, and yeah. they, they save that, and then they, they breastfeed when they get, they get home. But I also heard that breastfeeding is like... It, it it's great in one way, but it's also not that great in another way for the woman. Yeah. So I mean, and also have somebody you know on your teeth for two years <laughs> biting. It does burn a lot of calories. So you know, yeah, but help with the We'll see about that. But yeah, I know, I know. I, the cow's milk. I'm not the cow's milk. I'm not really um, for because on top of that too, if you've ever tasted cow, cow's milk directly from a cow, it tastes totally different than the milk that we get in stores. Yeah, so... So, I mean, it, in theory, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I wouldn't necessarily mind if it was from, like, the cow that I have in my backyard. Yeah. Um, but if it's from the store, then I'm not about that life. Yeah, because you don't really... Just the whole supply, the food supply chain. Oh, yeah. So it, many things that are going on. If you taste chicken, are... chicken that we have here versus chicken that, like, is actually, like, directly from the chicken, like, it, like... Your uncle killed it in the yeah. backyard. They fried it up, and now you're eating it. Two totally different chickens. Yeah. So I mean, again, once you once you actually taste the difference, then you're actually going to see how you know the yeah. extra stuff in there is not needed. Yeah, not really great for us. Oh, and the new actually one of the new milks they were talking about was pea protein, which I've been. Um, I've heard about that. I, I'm, I mean, you've t- tested. Okay, it of too. course, I've tested pea protein. Um, the the pea protein milk was tasty, and I find pea protein is less grainy. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a very smooth um, um, consistency, and that one to me tastes cashew and pea to me tastes the most like milk. See, yeah, I'm not looking for all that. I think yeah. for me, when I use almond milk, I just use it as a. It's a secondary to yeah. what I'm trying to do. So if it's cereal, like, I really want the cereal. Yeah. So it's just more like, I'm not going to put juice in there. I'm not gonna, I just want something that simulates the milk. And then if it's a, a, a shake, then it really just doesn't matter because it's really about, like, the fruit and the powder that I put yeah. in. It's just the... The, the base. Mi- yeah, yeah, it's just using it as a binding. So I guess it's what you're doing. Like, I haven't... 
actually had a glass of milk. I like. Oh yeah, no, I've had like the tall glass of chocolate cashew milk. Well, I like it because it kind of makes me feel like I'm cheating. I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm getting in my dessert somehow. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count not as about a that cheat. Life. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> um, uh, uh, last or not our last story, but another story: music and tempo, which I love because it's like from the journal of things we already knew, but mm-hmm. we, we decided to confirm. Mm-hmm. Um, the more up tempo your music, the more you're going to work out a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, they found that people that worked out with no music versus people that worked out with up tempo music or able to work out one minute longer, which over the course of your lifetime and certainly over the course of just getting more endurance does make a difference. I mean, soca music, again, going back to Carnival, for you guys who don't know, soca music is like, you don't know, it's kind of like reggae, but a different Caribbean music. That's what got me through my marathon. Like, I played soca music for six hours. (laughs) Six hours of soca? Six hours of soca. My ears were ringing as if I just came from the club. But that was the only thing that kept me going because... um, like I know people who can just run and they're listening to podcasts. Like yeah. I can't, I can't do that. So the beat, the beat actually keeps me going. Like I've noticed that if I'm listening to R and B, that I'm not gonna be, I'm not running as fast, as yeah. fast. Like my my tempo slows down. So I listen to soca music to keep me on beat. That even if my mile time is slower, it's not gonna be as slow as if I'm running uh, to like R and B music. So yes. that to, to me makes a lot of sense. I'm I'm just shocked that you weren't listening to this podcast instead while you were running for Negative. six hours. No, no, not, well, if any of you are out there running for six <laughs> hours or any amount of hours listening to this podcast during your workout, we'd like to hear from you guys. We are on iTunes. We'd love for you guys to like, share, subscribe, and leave your comments and let us know you've been for there. Sure. And let us know if you're listening to it during your workout. I, I'd love to hear if people are actually. I mean, I love to, this show, but if you listen to your workout, then. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I try to be motivating. We try to kind of push people. So hopefully, I'm not motivating too. Like I love again. I, I referenced him several times, and along with the show, um, Et the Hip Hop Preacher. Like I love motivational stuff, um, and he also has an album. But that album's not like I don't want to. Like I guess I just want to hear debauchery and fast music. Like that's <laughs> just, I, I just want to hear like some stuff that like okay this this is what's happening and then like keep moving. So and and of course for this uh, study, whatever music is up tempo for you is what's going to work the best. So. Right? Yeah, I know debauchery. some people. Yeah, I, I know some people do like rock music and stuff like that. And I know there are up tempo stuff. And again, you just whatever like works for me works for you. But for me, soca music I think is like a hundred. Um, I might get the beats wrong, but it's one of the highest. Like per beat um, selection of music yeah. on top of everything else. So you're just like heart rate constant. Well, I think because I'm a sprinter too. Yeah. So, so you're like, it's like as quick as possible. Like <laughs> it, let's get this done. So <laughs> nice. Uh, and then of course our last story: pumping iron can lead you to living longer. They did a great study where they found out that those who actually did strength training lived about 46 um, percent longer. And those, and actually, after they actually kind of corrected for some variables, they found out with 19% overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and they lived longer from all causes of death, which, which I think people don't think about in terms of pumping iron. Because we're not just talking about cardio or working out. Mm-hmm. We're talking about lifting weights, resistance training into your 80s and 90s. And they right. also found that people that started in their 80s um, and 50s had, had the same results in terms of gaining the muscle back they were trying to right. put on. I mean, I think... Uh, but- I think it doesn't necessarily have to be pumping iron. Like, body weight is a huge oh, yeah, thing that yeah. so many people can't even lift their own body weight. Like, yeah. I, I, when I have kids, I'm definitely coming from the school of thought, like, be able to do, like, 20 pull-ups 
on your own with your body weight before you even touch weights yeah. because that will help you even more in the long run. I think if you can't, if you can't do a squat, you can't do a pull up, you can't do kind of the basic stuff, basic stuff like you know sit up, walk upstairs, like all that stuff is involving your muscles. Yeah. So once you get past to that, then definitely look into lifting weights. But lifting heavy weights, as you know, being a, a trainer is not ne- it's not necessary. Yeah. It's just doing something. Yeah. And in this study, when we t- when they talked about resistance, they referred to body weight exercises as well, and mm-hmm. even yoga poses as well. So yeah, oh you my don't God, yoga. Yeah. If you're thinking you need to be like Arnold, no, you don't have to go yeah. to be Arnold and lift in the gym. Pilates is great. Yeah. Even uh, pole dancing is another one. It was uh, absolutely crazy. Uh, that's, okay. That's yeah, nice. because I went to pole dancing, my arms were. so so sore because you're holding your body weight. Yeah. When you're doing the fire, the fireman spin, <laughs> you're holding your body weight. Where was this? Uh, this was in Toronto. I definitely oh. actually have to put that on my to-do list for my birth season. But <laughs> pole dancing is on the, on the list for my birth season. So you're on some cutting edge trends there too yourself. <laughs> I'm not putting charcoal on my teeth. It's not <laughs> you won't try. No, uh, I. I mean, it takes me. Lo- it takes me for a TV show that's super popular. Yeah. I won't watch because I'm in the industry I'm in now. I'll, I'll watch it, but before being in this industry, I won't watch it. Yeah, like I want to wait until it's died down, then I'll watch it because I don't want to be part of the, the hype. One on top of that, too, with a lot of the trends, you don't really know. You want time for the public to flush it out. Before yeah, you, <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen, yeah. right? Like y- you might have the upcoming, you know, benefit from it before it becomes super expensive or whatever. Yeah, or it might be a downfall and now. You've just affected generations of your, you know, lineage yeah, because of tra- testing that. But it's like go LASIK. ahead and test it, though. Yeah, no, for me it was like it was like LASIK. I need someone to have had it for twenty years before I get LASIK. You yeah, know? you just ne- you just or like you know, it's all that stuff, and then now you know, like everybody, there's some type of switch that goes off, and now you all become zombies, and I'm there <laughs> just chilling. Well, well, <laughs> well, hopefully that that's not the result of uh, my activated charcoal use. Um, but yeah, that's it for stories today. Uh, a nice little, nice little spate of stories. Do we have anything out of celebrity news? Um, I mean, just celebrities looking fantastic on the beach. So you have Gabrielle Union. She looks amazing with her two-piece. Um, I wonder if that was like a, you know, a little subtle, not dig, but hey, Jada, I can, I can also be the hot, her and Jada, <laughs> the hot one too. Well, they had, they made, they made they, up. They made up. But, but Jada's known for being the old, the older. Jada hasn't um, posted pictures in a while. Bikini. Jada's mom, though. Yeah, Jada's mom. Yeah, it's a whole another beast. Um, they made up, but Gabby's been posting pictures like this. Uh, for a while she looks amazing yeah. I also think that because she didn't have kids it, she can look even more amazing er because of that yeah. so I mean kudos to her um, and then we I, I saw Kourtney Kardashian who is like kind of a vegan except for on vacation yeah um, she just posted that picture of her on an Italian vacation with Eunice Benjamin yeah um, she had the <laughs> yeah, but she had the peach kids emoji she, there. Yeah, she had her kids when she was younger. Yeah, um, she eats well. She has a chef. She works out on a regular basis. I don't, as far as I know, she doesn't work out super crazy. But again, it's just more of like as you know, it's yeah. more of like what you eat. If you eat, you know, on a minimalist type lifestyle, meaning that like you just eat the basics, like you know, like you know, potatoes or whatever, or just super healthy. And you might dabble in sugar once in a while, yeah. and then you maintain that with all that with a workout, and then you drink your water. Like you're good. Yeah, that's what you said. Her philosophy is, philosophy is is that she eats really well when she's here. She's pretty much vegan when she's here, but she goes to a different country. Right. She's gonna enjoy the food and enjoy the local fare. Yeah. And she seems pretty zen. She yeah. seems very like she, the, how I see her on the show. She seems pretty pretty zen, which is even more like we referenced in the beginning of the show is even more important than anything else yeah. because you can eat healthy. And you could be doing the workouts, and if you're super stressed, this is coming from experience, like, that's that weight or whatever your goal is yeah. not going to come off. Yeah. 
So, you know, that's that's the most important part. Like if you if you can stop eating the candy and you might get the workouts in once in a while, but you can do meditation or yoga or something where you can bring your 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 stress level down consistently. Yeah. This can make a difference. And then just leads you to be more mindful. And you're probably more mindful about your choices, whether that's exercise, working out, and your food choices. Mm-hmm. And it just probably leads you to thinking a little bit more mindfully about yep. those. Well, great uh, great talking with you. Glad to, glad to be back. We'll be back yeah. again next week. Oh, are we? Um, yes, we are back again next week. Um, hopefully with like a mindfulness guest. Really? Um, I, I think that should be our next our next guest would be great to be talk about meditation and mindfulness. You can get somebody. So, yeah, you, you, you dig into the, your TMG contacts. So let's even get Courtney here. Yeah, she seems like a good Why not? <laughs> yeah, Courtney, why not? what's up? <laughs> so, you guys stay tuned. Keep listening. Again, I'm your host, Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Uh, my name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. You can also see me on TMZ Talking Ish. Um, also, have a lot of shows on AfterBuzz and uh, BHL. So, a lot of wrestling shows. If you're into wrestling, you can check all that out. Um, I think that's all. Oh, a new show is coming out. You're going to like this one. Right. Be stay tuned for that for sure. Oh, I want to hear. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs>